Blog Talk Radio. What's up? back to another great episode of Radiate National Radio, where we give you mental fitness for a radiant spirit. So today we are talking about food suicide. Yes, food suicide, which basically means how our food choices could be sending us to an early grave. So let's get straight into it. Angela, what is going on? How are you doing today? I'm great, Cameron. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm actually eating a Zaxby salad without any dressing. I don't know how that happened. But I walked out of school getting out any dresses. So I'm, I guess I'm doing all right. <laughs> you might not have needed it. <clears throat> um, I'm joking. <laughs> oh, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later, probably off the phone, y'all. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so actually, so we were having a conversation earlier, like we always do. We talk about everything uh, under the sun. And we're talking about how, like, uh, some of your clients were, like, talking about how they – knew that they were eating poorly, but then complained about uh, feeling uh, sick pretty much after eating. So I think I kind of blurted out this word, food suicide, and I didn't realize what I was saying at the time, but I think it makes so much sense that it actually is a great topic to talk about. So I want to get straight into it. What do you think about the word food suicide, and do you think it's appropriate to use when describing to describe our poor eating habits? Oh, my God, yes. And I, before we start, I just want to say I am guilty of this, my dog on self, too, okay? Uh-uh. So, yeah, put your cell phone blast and put me on blast. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put my cell phone blast. I, you know me. I'm going to tell it like it is, and why would I lie? So, yes, I am guilty of this, too. Um, I'm going to give a definition for food suicide, which is going to be basically anything that you knowingly do 
So mm-hmm. you knowingly do, and you probably have an option to do better, but you still mm-hmm. do just for the reason of taste. So yes. like my client today, um, she missed her session on Wednesday, and that was interesting. Uh-oh. I'm like, okay, this is not like her. But I said, what's going on? And she goes, oh, um, I ate some food that I shouldn't have ate, and it made me sick. And we're not talking about food food. We're talking about she literally okay. decided to eat, eat something. She decided to eat something that she knew it was going to make her sick. She ate it anyway. She enjoyed the food. I'm not saying you can't enjoy it. But then she didn't yeah. go to her workout or towards her fitness goals or put put forth her effort towards her fitness goals because she was sick because of what she put in her body. And they want you to feel sorry for her. <laughs> well, no, I don't want to feel sorry for you because you decided to eat something. Yeah. No. I, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, I mean, the one thing I used to do even when I was a kid, when I first started drinking, you know, we've all, most of us have had our drinking days where we, you know, go out, drink a billion, but we still come back and go to work. Back when I could do piece. that, mm-hmm. right, in one piece, I would still come to work because I used to tell my clients all the time, whether I was in a mean skirt and high heels or not, it is not my client's fault that I went out last night. <laughs> it isn't. I went literally, I've, I've done it a couple of times where, you know what, party lasted at 5 o'clock in the morning and I had a 5.30 client. So instead of going home, oh, I went wow. straight to the client and whatever, which is, that's what we did. The client said, you, you know, well, why you dress like that? Yes, I would. <laughs> and I would tell her, you know what, I am here. Let's go. You a boss for that year. I don't. <laughs> I don't know if I would take my personal training serious if if they would show up at. Oh, I ain't gonna. Okay, I ain't gonna get into that. But yeah. Well, I mean, so, you know, hey, I'm, that's not the first session, of course. But again, you know, hey, I'm here. I'm not sick. You get what I'm saying? So. True. That's the same thing with our food. Here we are. Mm-hmm. Like okay, for example, and another thing I go on blast for about myself, I love chicken wings. Taco mac chicken wings are my favorite. Oh my goodness, yeah. they're awesome. They so good too. They're good. I love anybody's chicken wings. So whenever I go out and eat chicken wings, um, mm-hmm. they are my favorite thing to eat, okay? I enjoy yes. it. However, I also know if um, – I also know that for me, chicken has an mm-hmm. adverse effect on my body. I yes. get really anxious. It stops me up. And this is just not anybody's particular chicken, but, you know, the way that uh, um, this country has – Dealt with their chicken nowadays, it doesn't. It has an adverse effect on me. So therefore, okay. when I do eat chicken, if I do decide to eat chicken, I need to count the days before, or you know where I'm going to be be at, because most times I'm either having an anxiety attack, or I need to go yes. have some kale or some smooth move or a lot of alkaline water or just water in general to push everything back out, because I am yes. going to feel the effects of most chicken. So okay. if it's making me sick, that's that's my food suicide. If I'm having sick ten wings, camera next time we go out, you already know. Uh, and she yeah. go drink, order her water, get a alkaline water. She's gonna eat it, but that's me taking exactly. responsibility for it too. I'm talking about mm-hmm. as as uh, someone else that um is uh that is not able to not taking responsibility for it. So here we yes. are. We're going to go eat it. We're going to go um go do that. But at the same time, 
know. I don't know why I feel bad. That's mm, okay. About. Now, did it take a conscious effort to know that you know that food was bad for you? Like, did you did it take uh, like did you have to be conscious to become aware? Okay, this is not a good food for me. Or could you have attributed to something else like stress? or the kids, or the family, or whatever, you know? How did you know it was that? How did you know chicken was that thing that made you feel like that and not another event that made you feel like that that might have happened that day? So for me, it's chicken and also sometimes pork, and uh, different foods affect me different ways, okay? Okay. So you know I love wine, okay? You know I love wine. I think everybody in Atlanta knows Angela loves wine. (laughs) Um, And if you don't, now you know. I love Merlot, send them to Radiate Nationally. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, what what I realized, okay, for wine, for me, whenever I was, for wine was the quickest one. When I would get more cheaper bottles of wine, I would literally body swelling. Mm. I would literally see my hands swollen. And I would keep drinking it, and the swelling would continue. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's instant. For pork, because I don't eat uh, pork a lot, but when I do, and I noticed this when I was younger, also, and looking around people at looking at people around me, salt, pork, what have you, yep. they would swell. The high, there's high sure blood will. pressure, especially with salt. We already have high blood pressure, so we can tell those correlations together. Some people get headaches, so if you get a headache okay. right after eating something within three, four hours or, you know, five, ten minutes, it doesn't matter how long it is before it exits your body, then that food probably has an adverse effect on your body. Mm. So for for chicken, it took a minute because I eat pretty healthy. I do my best. And during my fitness, all my fitness journey, I've been changing my eating habits and constantly changing my eating habits. And I've been looking at different uh Big movies on Netflix, uh, one or two called Fed Up, and then there's one called Food Inc. And those movies I are I saw awesome. that one. Yes. So seeing how the pears and how the meat is prepared, how the meat actually lives before it's killed, the person in the movie said that, you know, well, we all know everything is energy. So therefore, if the energy of the animal is stagnant, what energy is it going to put into our bodies as well? Mm. I'm please understand. I'm not saying don't eat meat. So if that's your choice, that's your choice. However, there's other people who do go vegan and vegetarian, and that's the reason why. Okay. So for chicken, I realized that I think it was one day uh, for about a week. Literally for a week, I had an anxiety attack for a week. Now, no one knows when I have my anxiety attacks. I'm very thankful that my face and my body's cool, calm, and collected. But okay. let's just say. The roof is on fire. My brain is like, shit's hitting the fan, shit's hitting the fan. Oh, my God, oh, my God, the house is on fire. Run, run, run. There's so much anxiety right here, God right falling. now. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Right now. There's all so much in my brain, and there's nothing going on that my bills are paid. I have a house. Me and a job are fine. Mm-hmm. Business is fine. I have spirit. I have my best friends. We're good. And I literally had to go into meditation and go, what's okay. wrong? Why are why is the house or I say the house is on fire, but what's wrong? What's what's going on in the brain? Why does my brain feel like everything in the world is wrong when nothing is wrong? What's going on? And in my meditation, mm-hmm. something said, 
just take off chicken for a second. Take out the chicken, eat fish. Okay. And when I took out the fish, when I ate fish for about two weeks, and then I added the chicken back in, the very same day, if not the very next day, I had anxiety attack the same level as the next one, as my last one. And I said, okay, that's okay. it. I can't. And that's when right. I realized it was a check-in that was actually the um, the culprit of the anxiety attacks. Now, for me, mm-hmm. personally, I decided that, you know what, I'll eat, I can eat halal chicken. I can eat free-range chicken. I can eat chicken that is a... Uh, uh, kosher or what have you, because those are a little bit raised a little bit differently. But me just going down mm-hmm. the street and let's go pick a restaurant and go have some chicken. Most times I can't okay. eat the chicken out of those restaurants because, or out of any other grocery store because most times they're full of antibiotics or other things that my body just doesn't want. And we all know what is in the meat goes in you. So whatever that chicken ate goes in you. Whatever that cow ate yeah. goes in you. Whatever the pig ate goes in you. So my body just chooses mm-hmm. not to have it. Now, you know, some days my set, my food sabotage, like I said, are the chicken wings. I love chicken wings. If we're out there eating, there's a beer or whatever. You know what? If I, if I, right, in moderation. If I've been eating clean all week and we're out and about and we go to talk about it, and, yeah, I'm going to have one or two. I, if, if he orders some, I might steal two off of his plate, and that's it. <laughs> or I order a plate. But... There's moderation behind it, but not having – I'm not going to sit here and have wings every day for the rest of my life and sit and have these anxiety mm. attacks too. No, mm. I cannot live, okay. live that way. Okay. So what I'm getting from what you're saying is it's important to be conscious of what you eat because I think even for myself, a lot of us are so, like, just used to eating things out of habit and, you know, what we were raised with that we just don't even pay attention to it. And that's why things such as a food journal or a nutrition plan can help kind of uh, solve some of those problems that come with eating unhealthy. She said something today that was really funny, to me at least. And I say funny meaning I forgot how some of us choose to ignore symptoms. Mm-hmm. I asked her, I said, what else, what else does food do to you? And she said, oh, yeah, I know when I eat such and such, it swells me. But it's so good, mm. so I just deal with it. It's so good that I deal with it, but it swells me. It literally causes her chest pains to eat this food. Damn. So your literally will, like we said, and I think that's when you came up this morning with the word suicide. You literally will mm-hmm. kill yourself to eat this, even though it tastes mm. good. So let's go drink bleach, Cameron. It tastes like lemons. Come on. Cameron. Uh. Let's go drink some bleach. It tastes like wine. Angela, let's go. Because it smells good. Like, really? (laughs) It's right. It tastes good. It smells good. What have you. Um, My big mama used to always make it, and you know. (laughs) What, what, what? That, too. But we choose to forget. We choose to go, you know what? It's okay. And we live. How much pain are we actually living in? Or how much pain can we actually avoid? by not eating some of this food every day or every week. So I mm-hmm. challenge some of us to literally go without certain foods, go without chicken for a week, see what happens. Go without beef for a week, see what happens. Because even I feel heavy mm. on beef, and I eat beef more than I Hell eat chicken. Yeah. 
And I can literally feel a difference in my running and my stride, what have you. Yes, I'm very constipated after I eat beef. And I do it about once every two weeks. But, yes, if we're out and about, yeah, I'll have a hamburger every once in a while. I'll do my best to get a turkey burger. Mm-hmm. Or just, you know, what have fries or what have you. Depends on what I had in the week. So um, we just got to pay attention to how we have to get honest with ourselves. I think there's a lot of honesty because while we know that certain meats might make us constipated, certain meats might make us uh, have anxiety, certain foods may cause high blood pressure, certain foods may cause diabetes, and my sugar spikes whenever I eat it. While we know that, being honest with myself and going, hey, Angela, is this chicken wing really worth the anxiety attack later that you're going to call Cameron about and cry about somebody in front of you just walking really slow? Because you've been on that phone call before. (laughs) And you're like, Angela, what's wrong? Oh, yeah. And you've asked me, "Uh, what did you eat last yesterday? I'm like, oh, um. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Okay, Angela, go shut up. I have to check myself, too. What? I really do. Right. Why am I Being feeling sluggish? Because I ate, you know, that, that, that beef I didn't need to be eating yesterday. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. It's just mainly yeah. being mindful of what we're doing. And you're going to do it fine, but responsibility for it. And try to limit mm. it to once a week. Literally one meal. Not a splurge day. Splurge meal. That's yep. the difference. Yep. Not a slurge um, day. Slurge meal. I think that's definitely important. Like a cheat day. That you know, that's why they have a, a one cheat day. You know, just go splurge. Don't go. I don't think even a cheat day. I don't think she just goes absolutely crazy. But you know, that meal you've been thinking about all week. You know, just treat yourself to it. You know. Again, slurge meal, a cheat meal. That's fine. Not a cheat whole yeah. day. Some of y'all go crazy, and uh, then y'all wonder why. Whatever, yeah, whatever. And, you, or something else we were talking about earlier, too, like a point that we made on our conversation on the phone earlier. See, people will eat a salad on a Wednesday, and they'll just eat shit the rest of the week and think, oh, I ate a salad on Wednesday. I, I'm healthy. You know, that's not right. That don't, that don't, but that doesn't fix the wrongs that you've been doing all week when you've been eating unhealthy. Then they wonder why, you know, they can't lose weight. They feel like shit, you know. Well, you feel like shit because you're full of shit. No, literally. Not that True. you're full of shit, but you're full of, yeah. go take a food, a food. Mm-hmm. I uh, recently had mm-hmm. a client tell me the other day that her belly but her belly was getting bigger. And I, she, oh, she's like, I'm eating well, what have you, whatever, da da da. And I said, you know what? My spirit asked her, what, when's the last time you took a bowel movement? And she said, five days ago. <sighs> Do you understand that your body is still literally feeding off of the shit that is in it because it's still in your body. It has, mm. And you're putting more things in your body. Again, it, um, it takes being uh, honest with yourself. It really does. We have to be honest with yourself and not just say, well, hey, what did I tell you today? I think I told you this this morning. We overestimate how much good food we eat and underestimate how much we work. That's, there work you out. go. So mm-hmm. we'll I'm say, to that policy. 
I eat healthy every day. I eat healthy every day. When in actuality, we might have one good meal a day. I mean, a week. Good healthy yes. vegetables, what have you. Yada yada yada. But we'll say, oh, um, I eat like that every day. No. No, no, no. And then I said that. Then they want to get mad at you when they lose weight. <laughs> right. Or then you'll say, well, I did 20 push-ups every day, but, you know, then you're waiting for everything to happen, and it doesn't happen like that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm actually, because uh, you said uh, she hasn't used the bathroom in five days. I'm actually looking up some statistics online right now. It's saying three bowel movements per day to three per week is considered the normal range. Three Three yeah. bowel movements per day or three per week is normal. And they haven't mm-hmm. used the bathroom in damn near a whole week? Yeah. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Probably not drinking any. Yeah. It's outside of the food, probably not drinking enough water at that. Probably drinking Cokes and Pepsi's and it sugar depends. bits and that. Mm-hmm. It depends. With her, I'm not going to go into it right now with other things. There was, oh, but yeah. again... The human body should be releasing itself at the minimum, like I say, every other day at the minimum. So okay. I can't go every day. I get that. I will say mm. minimum every other day. Okay. Minimum. So, wow. yeah. Okay. So I guess kind of uh, moving forward, how – oh, you said well, – you said one – I meant maximum. One every day maximum? maximum. Every, yeah, sorry. I meant to say that. Oh, no problem. Go ahead. No problem. So moving forward, um, what are some things that we can do to kind of uh, help us eat better and, and form better eating habits so we won't be killing ourselves and sending ourselves to an early grave with the food that we eat? What are some things What are some things we can do now? One is just be bit. honest with yourself. One, be honest. simply okay. be honest with yourself. A lot of us are lying. Food journals are the best way to have some, you know, to be honest. Hire me. And let's talk about your, let's write down your food journal. Let's really write down what you're eating. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, if you know someone's going to look at it, you're going to do better. Period. Just hire me mm-hmm. to look at your food journal. Second, okay. be conscious of and aware and present with your food. I know we're in a go, okay. go, go society. That that makes sense. We're just, you know, it is go, go, go. That's just where we are. However, okay. when it comes to our food, we sometimes need to be present and also know what this food is doing to us. So, yes, I ate it, fine, cool, whatever. But while you're eating it, feel what, it, feel what it's doing to you. Understand, okay. okay, I'm feeling a little swollen. Okay, I'm hurting today. Okay, I don't like that. And be be aware of it and also be loving with it and figure out if that is your favorite food. Okay, fine. What are you going to do? And be honest. Yes. Don't just say, okay, well, I can still eat it. Fuck it. Be honest with yourself and go, you know what, honor your body. Honor yourself enough to go, you know what, I am worth better food or at least feeling better. I think that was my podcast, my Facebook Live when I did this this morning was, why do we, because mm-hmm. she feels indebted to everyone else but not herself. 
that was that client, mm. at least. So she's trying to please everybody else except for number one. And I'm like, but your body is not being fed, so why is it that you're not taking care of you? You mm. are you are the base of your pyramid. You are the, the link that brings everything together. Your work, your home, your love life, your everybody else that reports you is on you're on the bottom. You're the base of the pyramid. So if not, if you're not taken care of, the rest of the pyramid falls. Really? And you wanna feed yourself mm. yes. Okay. All right. That's on you. Yeah. Straight up. Yep. Um, I think earlier, about a couple of years ago, we talked about a situation where you said you knew somebody whose mom actually died because she just could not get her eating habits together. And I think we talked about something earlier. Um, people say it won't happen to me. Have you ever dealt with some uh, situation where people just think like, you know, they can continue to eat the way they do until uh, a health problem happens and then they're stuck or they have to go to the hospital and be on medication because they just couldn't get it together? Yeah, I mean, but a lot of times we we live in a simple society now that believes, you know, what medication is the norm. So I can just put a throw a pill at it. Okay. When in all actuality, pills are great, good, and they're a quick fix. But if we just change, simply change our eating habits. If we simply change our eating habits, one, you'll have more money because you won't be paying for pills. So, and two... There's no after effect. For spinach, well, you know, besides a couple of food poisons here and there, yes, I understand that. Yeah. But there's mm-hmm. no certain general warning and um, after effects or, you know, when what is it, what, what is it called? Uh, you may experience this, this, and this, and that, 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 and yada, yada, yada. Sometimes the, um, the effects of mm-hmm. the medication are more – Bullshit than the actual medication. That's true. Like most of those medication commercials are literally like just talking. Like half of the commercials, <laughs> what it could, what it could do. But now you're gonna take the medication I, for the I, throwing up that the medication did. I saw one uh, commercial for medication, and one of the side effects was death. What the hell? Oh yeah, I know. What if I say something that can kill me? Most of them, most of them have a side effect of death. Most of them do. <laughs> At the end. Yeah. So do you so really think I, we're I, as fearful of death as we, we claim we are? Because if we are okay with taking pills that can kill us, or okay with eating food that can kill us, do you really think we are, are fearful of death as we say we are when it comes to things like this? I think we don't think it can happen. And mm, I okay, going back to that. Okay. It can't happen to me. Okay, just a side effect, fine. Because honestly, a side effect of drinking is death. But, you know, one, I'm That's not true. drinking five bottles of liquor a day, okay? But. <laughs> Get that straight. But at the same time, well, you know, sometimes. <laughs> no kidding. Um, but. <laughs> we, we don't, we want to, we want a quick fix. We're using the food to solve the problem. We're using the food to try to solve another problem instead of figuring yep. out, you know what, let's use this energy as a situ to solve the help change my energy for the situation that I'm in. Mm. Okay. That's a 
that's actually a good um, sorry. That's actually a good segue into my next question. I think we were talking about you said quote, it's a cycle. We use food to create something to have to feel bad about something. That self sabotage, right. the struggle fetish that we always talk about. Yes. So mm-hmm. I think even it with her, deep. what happens is this is that um a lot of times we will do things in order to beat ourselves up. And I've done it with chicken myself. I'll tell myself. I'll okay. use myself for example. Because uh, sometimes I feel great. I feel awesome. Let's go have my favorite meal. And then I have that anxiety again go, Angela, why did I do that? You know you ain't this. You know you ain't shit. Yada, yada, yada. You know you ain't doing this, this, and this. Da, 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 da. And there it goes to start over again to make myself feel bad. Now I feel bad. Okay. Now I want to go, A, nurture myself more to make myself feel good. What do I usually nurture myself with? Wine or more food instead of getting my behind up and going for a run. Yes. So it depends on the person. You know, just, again, that goes back to being honest with yourself. If you're really not supposed to, if you know that, for my example, if I know that chicken causes my anxiety, why would I have un- the chicken that I know that would cause anxiety every day? Why? That's true. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going on vacation soon, and the person I'm living, staying with on vacation, they've already called me. Fair enough. And I told her, I said, listen, I'll do my best, and I'll do my best on vacation. But at the same time, I don't want anxiety on vacation, no. So if she cooks things that I can't have, there's a store around the corner, and I will bring my fish. Have a good day. Oh, I'll throw wow. a salmon on the grill and have a good day. That's just it. Yep. Yeah. You are what you eat. If you eat shit, you, you, you full of shit, sorry. It'd be blind. It is what it is. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm so sorry, everybody. We're running out of time, and we love when you come by, Angela, dropping all your great knowledge. But before we go, before you go, I want to uh, t- uh, tell us, tell the audience about some of the projects you have coming up, some of the great things and events you are working on. So, so 2017 has been really good for Radiate Naturally. But definitely join us for our mantra class at Synchronicity if you're in Atlanta. Um, I might do a mm-hmm. webinar on that for those who are not. Also, we're having a book bag drive in July. So uh, inbox me. Let me know if you have any school supplies. We're looking to fill the bus for the Off-Sales Community Task Force and fill the bus with school supplies for underprivileged kids so they make sure they have plenty of school supplies uh, for the upcoming school year. Yes, right now it's currently April, but you know what? The next school year is just around the corner. Um, That's true. In addition to that, um, we have plenty of races coming up and more events with Holistic Radiance. So, um, yeah, um, join me. Join me. Make sure you join me on uh, RadiateNaturally.com and also on my Facebook page where I keep everything updated. So let me know what you oh. think about this podcast as well. And if you yeah. have music that you want to send us, send us music. We're looking for always yes. looking for music for our for my uh, workout videos. And, uh Join us. Email us and let me know. We can also do a podcast on your fitness journeys and, and have your tips. Have these tips that helps you on the fitness journey, on your fitness journey. So, yeah, let's hear that yeah. out of somebody else's mouth, not just mine. 
Yeah, and 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 that uh, their email guys is radiatenaturally at gmail dot com. Thank you so much, Angela, for stopping by and once again dropping your great knowledge. I want to thank you to the audience for listening to Radiate Naturally Radio, where we give you mental fitness for a radiant spirit. And you all have a great afternoon. Thank you so much. Thank you.